everybody. Welcome to episode number 52 of the Bender Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Bender. Uh, that song playing in the background, another original by my good friend Badger, a.k.a. Nick LaFaro, a.k.a. Taponis on SoundCloud if you're looking for his music. Thanks, Badgie. Good stuff. Um, we brought our good friend Eamon Winkle back on. Um, he's such a good dude to talk to. He's really inspiring in regards to art and creating. Um, he's an excellent artist, by the way. Uh, follow him on at Eamon Winkle on Instagram. Uh, really good shit. Thank you to Louis Campo Piano and uh, our good friend Audrey. As, as always, you guys are always a joy to be here with. And uh, I asked some really hard questions on this episode. You know, I brought up the mass shootings. I didn't want to, but it was on my mind. And, you know, I tried to relate it to creativity. Uh, anyways, you guys, I, I don't want to give too much away, but you'll hear me struggle. I was as honest as I could be, I believe, you know, and we had a lot on our minds walking away, but we tried to break it up too, you know, with some lightness and silliness. But overall, I think we all, you know, we all all walked away feeling a little bit better about solidarity and, you know, feeling maybe a little more empathetic. Um, but anyways, you guys get out there and create and stay creative and stay positive too. That's, that's it, you guys. Cheers. Thanks. Oh, that was, that had some bass to it. <laughs> Welcome to the Bender Blend episode number 52, guys. I don't know, I held two. F- I held the wrong number of fingers up. People will never know because they're just listening, but you, you guys have, saw it. You don't have 52 fingers, so. I don't, so I tried Yet. my best and I still was off. Yet. Hey, thanks, uh, That was Louie opening the can for us. Um, Hello, friends. Hey, Louie. We got Audrey here, and uh, always just a treat to have our good friend Eamon Winkle back on. Eamon, welcome back, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Always a pleasure to be here. Good. So, again, we're going to... And I always try and give people uh, that have never listened, like, I, I do a little preview in the text on the, you know, when you pull it up on an Apple podcast. So, um, this one is timing-wise is like... You know, we're keeping it, I'm keeping it light and nerdy and fun because that's just better for all of us. Um, but anyways, you know, when this comes out, people will probably be like, what does that mean? And be like, eh, you'll see what I mean, timing wise. So something to just start um, and something that I think is a great idea to share with other people to also seek out is something that you guys started doing and then I got to join the Saturdays we did a meetup at a coffee shop and did a drawing sesh like you guys we we all brought our pads and pens and did some work on some pieces that we were either in the process of doing or started new pieces and I walked away going like that like why didn't we do this earlier like so I I got I walked away feeling really really good about that and I think having that like and it would be cool if it grows a little bit but like I think having that is is like such a benefit because we've been talking a lot like I took a lot of time off before doing the podcast again and it's like what do you what inspires you it's like people around me inspire me all the time but when you're surrounding yourself with more creative people or doing stuff that's like something you normally wouldn't do it like it helps that push just even further and it it's that community again this whole thing this podcast is about that is building that creative community you know so that was I was really stoked to be there doing that with you guys and uh I appreciate you letting me be part of it but it's also like I'm sure you guys you know I'll get your take on it like if that helps keep you going and like if it's a a benefit or yeah absolutely I mean uh, that's kind of the the downside of art is like you get to make cool stuff yeah for the most part um, 
but it is very solitary. I mean, 90% of the time you're, you're just sitting in your room or at your desk, like mm-hmm. jarring away. And so it's not very social. And so, um, it is really cool. Like to get out to a new, a new place. I've never drawn in coffee shops before, which is a very like big trope for artists. Like I feel like everybody does it. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess so. It just seems, yeah, like it just seems like the right. thing to do. You go and secretly doodle people sitting there drinking their coffee or working on their their big script or whatever. That's and see, that's the other thing I always thought of with the coffee shop. It's like I get it when the people go to write because it's kind of it's that I'm not out and there. It's the introvert's way of being extroverted <laughs> but still introverted. Yeah, or maybe or Sometimes at least it's I nice think to so. just have company. So yeah and. It, sorry, I mean, I cut you off. No, no, no. I mean, and I was I was going to bring that up as well. It is nice just like having people there and being able to have a conversation while working on whatever you're working on. Yeah. So, and it does kind of like help the creative juices kind of get going. Yeah. I, to me, what I felt is it takes some of the pressure off yourself to mm-hmm. like it's you kind of get in that cool flow state of like in between like you, you draw, do a little work. And like you can kind of start a conversation, and then it's it it it's the same thing as getting up and walking away from a piece, and then coming back without having to get up and leave it all. Like you can kind of take yourself out of it. And so, like I know it seems there might be people listening going like, "Duh!" It's like, but for me, it's a a new discovery of like I like drawing in groups and like having. Plus, you get to see what other people are working on, and it's kind of like, "Oh, cool! Like, how'd you do that?" Or you know, like little in, in the moment inspiration, but. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, and Louie, do you do that with your t- fellow tattoo artists? You guys all go draw stuff just for fun? We'll, or? we'll be at work, and, and there's e- even if you don't want to be drawing in a group, once you start sitting down, mm-hmm. you know, it starts clustering, and yeah. you'll get uh, input whether you want it or not. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm notorious for at least drawing with one headphone in, oh, okay. and I'll be listening to podcasts because you can do that mindlessly and you know pause talk with people um you, you know we listen to the stereo at the shop but we listen to the same half a dozen different stations which over the course of a, a year we've heard all the exact same songs and yeah you know i, I yeah. what i like about listening to a podcast i can um i, I was like it's like having a conversation with somebody who's not letting you speak up at all so right. you're just kind of involved in the background listening and to people talking. I'm like, I can do this while I'm drawing and zoning out in my own regard. Yeah. That's, um, but yeah. yeah, at work a lot of times I'll, hey, what do you think about this? Oh, okay, try it like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I didn't realize I could. Okay, well, I guess I'm now adding another hour of drawing to this. <laughs> but you're right. It does look way better that way. So good <laughs> on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some helpful constructive criticism yeah. is I guess we'd call that because people are going to be dicks about it too. Be like, I don't know, man. I don't like that shading. It's like, well, what would you do differently? Don't just end it there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like we've had a, we had a long, long episodes ago. Long. That's not the right way to say that, but my brain's fried. Sorry guys. Many um, moons ago. Many, <laughs> yeah. We talked a little bit about the criticism aspect of doing your art and like how scary it can be. But it's like, if someone's, especially in this, that setting where we're all sitting in a coffee shop and, you know, practicing and working and like still like I look at Eamon doing it. And I'm like, that dude's fucking rad. Like the shit you were drawing. I was like, that's so cool. And watching you do just simple 
to me it looks simple, but I was like, I know that that's intentional. And then I walk like two, three little strokes of the pen and it's like, oh yeah, there's the crease in the shirt. And it's like, I never would have thought of that. It's like, it's fun to watch that happen. Cause I'm not a, again, I'm not a, I like to draw, but I'm not. And okay. I, here goes the whole, like, I'm not an artist, but it's like that. I'm, I'm not at that level that you are. And it's fun to be, to see everybody's different style and level. Like, so that was, you know, and again, for the people listening, it's like, if you don't, my whole thing, the whole point of this little starting is to go like, if because the solitary thing it's like yeah if you're in your own head too much it's like start a group or go find a group that does something like that because it's so fun and it it just breaks up the like the pressure and the monotony of just like oh i gotta draw again if you're like if you get to that point it's like it's something to look forward to like you know audrey's stoked and i was like i'm excited too like to go like that's fun like it's an it's a social outing thing but we're also getting some creativity done and feeling accomplished too so i don't know about you but i'd like it to get bigger yeah yeah the more the merrier yeah, absolutely exactly. okay, or cool. did you mean like yeah no well that too but yeah i would enjoy including more brings, people like, three foot exactly bring i, I would think you wake in your shakes like <laughs> like we just, get bigger yeah like, thick and, like just <laughs> oh, okay just well, a thick too. drawing party right i mean if we if we buy snacks at all without well the next one we should just be a taco bell yeah. Oh, you're brilliant okay i don't think well, i'd get any case. work done <laughs> but yeah i'd like to get i'd like to get a lot of people actually i'd like to kind of do a coffee shop takeover at some point yeah. you know not so big that we're assholes about it but <laughs> a flash mob thing anymore right. that, <laughs> it can be it could be yeah i mean mom. it and i'm right there with you. it's and that's i think the communities can like the artist communities are always seeking those things and it's like you know what there some people it's it'll be for them and it won't be like but at the core group is always just having that and it's also something else that reminds me of this podcast is like it's a commit you're you got to commit to it mm -hmm. like you can not show up of course we're not going to give you sh i'll give you shit hopefully you guys would give me shit you're like oh you can't make it it, I mean, I almost flaked out the second Saturday. Yeah. I just didn't tell Eamon, and then I was so glad I went. It's become, I don't yeah. know about you, but it's its a highlight of my week. Yeah. I look forward to it. It's like my Saturday thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so fucking stoked. Yeah. Because it, 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 it does involve a certain level of discipline. Because mm -hmm. you're there to do something, and you have company, and you can chat with people, or you can sit there and be quiet. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's And you're working on your art. It just helps keep me focused, more disciplined, and also I second guess myself less That's if I'm awesome. starting something new. Yeah. So it, it's I don't know it, it's it creates uh, more of a flow. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to like glean from you guys because you know for the folks listening, it's like if they haven't experienced that, yet, it's like go try it, go figure out how to start it, and whether it's writing, drawing, like collaborating. Not even collaborating it, but whatever you can do to like in a group setting, because that's as a, the further I go into doing art stuff, it's that's what I find is easiest for me, because it, it I hold myself accountable for being part of that thing. It's like, well, I gotta be there because it's like there's there's input there, and I'm missing. I, I get I I that's where I get FOMO is the the fear of missing out of like shit. If I don't go, I'm like, well, then I'm not gonna work on that drawing I wanted to work on when it's just that easy to just show up and and it's you know it kind of shakes you out of that little like 
humdrum glum of like oh, I don't want uh, go do it. It's like it's Saturday. It's like no, that make it a commitment and it pushes me. It makes me want to like I'm like okay, yeah, the discipline aspect I think is well, and I think helpful. I wasn't sure because you had said you'd never drawn in a coffee shop before. Mm-hmm. I had never done like communal drawing with anyone, so I think we kind of waited to see if it sucked. <laughs> the first, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the first one went really well, and I was like, okay, so we should do this again. And let's try somewhere else and see if the location helps even better. And I think, and I think that was a big yeah. part of it because the first place we went, um, did they shut down on us? What happened? Like, so we were in the back in the lounge, which it goes from a coffee shop to a lounge around five p.m. And they just went around and started turning off all the lights, and there weren't a lot of windows. And then they were lighting all the little candles on the table. So there was no light. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then like... we told, we, like, we waved at the girl that was going around doing it, and she was like, okay, whatever. Um, so, yeah, we decided on a, another spot with lots of natural light. Also, I think we did it earlier this time. Yeah, it was around <coughs> 5 o'clock, but it was nice to learn how, you know, the pioneers used to draw. Right. <laughs> Just kill your eyesight. Right. Just yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. Window. Just everyone crowded around it, trying to. Because <laughs> we refused it. to move. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome though. I mean, it's. Yeah, and I know Louis. Like you, you know, and schedule wise, you know. That's kind of hard for you, but like it'd be fun. It, it is. I mean, I I would like to. Yeah. I yeah. You also draw I mean, that work, so... Right, that's true. We talked about that, the whole... Your cup being full, it's like, I don't need to... But shit, bring a, bring a story idea you want to work on or something. I think maybe that's the other thing to offer out there, too, is for people that want to start a group like that. It's like, don't limit it to just drawing. It's that's like, true, mm-hmm. yeah. Bring whatever your creative outlet may be and sure. do it, you know? If you want to sit there and knit, perfect. Yeah, and I've seen that. There's uh, at Broad Street Pub here in down the street they do like craft win or wednesday something i'm sure it's clever a clever name but some kind of rhyming scheme but it, I, there's a group that like brings like knitting stuff and i've seen some other like i think somebody was doing something else too like i was like that's a great idea like there you go like that that setting is just like yeah you can do that that way you're not feeling so isolated that's like mm-hmm. it seems to be the recurring point i keep coming back to is like don't isolate yourself if you don't have to. Well, mm-hmm. this thing too, you get to build a relationship while you're mm-hmm. being productive and creative. My old bar back in Rochester used to have craft nights where they, they made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for everybody. That's awesome. And then there was like a, a stitching group and then you could just make arts and crafts, like essentially mm-hmm. what you'd make at summer camp crafts. But there were people definitely like sketching or um, no one was doing pottery though that would have been probably that whole next level but yeah bring bring a dragon their own wheel and just start yeah, kicking just throwing clay just throwing that clay around <clears throat> oh sorry got in your uh, Harvey Wallbanger shout out to Lux Lux I even know if they're still um, oh sorry oh, good that's alright people that have listened to this long enough know that there's going to be random spikes of weird noise people bumping the table and it's okay um, it's not as bad as you think. It sounds worse live on my, in my headphones than it does on the recorded transfer. So, um, well, moving on, um, you know, we always talk about like, I, okay, I'm going to try and do this delicately without making it too like blah, but 
Eamon, I know you posted something yesterday that was, was it yesterday where you're like, I'm trying to draw mm-hmm. to fill, you know, because, you know, it's no secret that there were two mass shootings this last weekend in less than 13 hours or whatever. And it's like, you know, we, you can dissect, like, did it affect you? It's like, it, it should affect everybody. And I'm not, I'm a little ashamed, but I'm also like, I got to be truthful. It's like, I, it, it sucks big time, but I'm also a little numb to it at this point, just because mm-hmm. it's such a common thing now. And it's like, well, how am I going to react? And so you guys all posted something that Kevin Smith wrote. It was all about like creating. And it was like, that's, that's where I would take that is that like, not like, don't take away from anybody's pain. Like, but, but that's their pain too. Like you can't just piggyback on it and be like, I feel it. I f-. It's like, it's like, that's great. I'm glad, but that's that's not true empathy, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe some people truly feel that way. But I do like the idea of, like, trying to, like, how can I make this a positive of, like, in a memory of that? Like, what did he say? He was, like, instead, like, in their, because they can't create anymore, like, you, now you have no excuse. Like, you better go, like, create something. And, like, I think it was, it. I think the point he was trying to make is just, like, do what you want to do in this moment because you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that that post because it was like it. There were plenty of posts that were loud, and it's like I get it. It's people should be angry and and are, and it's a huge. It's a whole. We're not gonna open the can of worms too big, but my whole like let's steer it into the like. How do you create? How do you go? How do you deal with it personally, creative wise? Like you know, I know it seemed like you were struggling to like come up with something it's like you know I'm just I guess I want to pick your brain a little bit on like when something like that happens you know is it a distraction to you to draw or how do you want to incorporate it's I mean it's it's tough yeah I mean there's no doubt about it um it is one of those things like you want to express yourself in some way because there is just this flood of emotion that that comes from these situations and so mm-hmm. yeah you want to you know you want to do something like for me yesterday um i i went to bed on saturday thinking there was only one woke up there was a mm-hmm. second one and uh basically just to get away from it i went and saw the quentin tarantino movie because mm-hmm. i was like i just got to get out for a little bit yeah it's three hours long that'll be like a good solid chunk of my day mm-hmm. um and then I got out and I was like, I still feel like I need to do something. Do I do like a little political cartoon? And it's like not to poke fun at it, but just like to... Some, some expression of how Some you, expression, yeah. you know, because um, I think yeah. that is the power of those cartoons is mm-hmm. there's, there's a solid level of truth behind them. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I doodled a couple different things, but it was just like nothing felt right. And so I just, I couldn't like get that final, uh, that final picture in mind. And so, you know, it was just at the end of the day, I had to say, you know what? It beat me today. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's an honest answer. And, you know, some that as you were saying that, like, it makes me think of just like, especially creative people and artists, it's like their reaction is going to be it's whether it's a it's visual audio whatever it's like there usually is a reaction and that's what interests me is like 
how does it, you know, for me, I didn't, like, again, I'm somewhat ashamed to be like, I'm a pretty numb to it. Like, I was like, I, that, it blows, but I wasn't personally affected, and this shit has been happening since you name it, and it's like, and I, I'm not stoked that that's how I feel. Let me, if I'm being honest, it's like, I'm not proud of that. I'm like, well, it's whatever, I can move on. It's like, no, I, and that's why I want to pick your guys' brains. It's like, creatively, it's like, how do I, how would I, how would I go about, you know, expressing or, and putting out an image or music to it? And it's like, maybe, maybe I'm not at that point. I'm definitely not at that point. I'll put it that way. But, you know, hearing someone with like talent like that, like you could just, and it's like, sometimes it's too much. And, you know, I don't know, Audrey, did you have any note? Cause I've seen some, you know, reactions to certain things that you draw and it's like and art is always such a cool medium like visual art is always a good medium to depict a lot of emotion especially if yeah. the subject is it's like well okay start with the gun or start with this and then, i did you know the last school shooting that happened where there were children involved um i did draw something um i know this sorry this got heavy but I, yeah you i said it would be light but I was like, no. you know what? It's kind of hard to avoid, and yeah. you know, we'll we'll lighten it up at the end. I swear. There people. are dick jokes coming. Don't worry, people. I have a whole list of them. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But in the moment, it's just because it's relevant right now, and and it's because. Sorry, and I I know I'm I'm giving a lot of explanation, but it's it, I think it might be necessary as to why I chose to go into this right now. It's just the creative aspect. It's like how do you how do creative people deal with that? And how do they express it? Like for me, it's like I'm still I'm still working on it. I don't know, you know. And I'm glad that you tried, but you had an honest answer of like I just couldn't get past how you you couldn't get past how you felt, and then nothing came out. But Audrey, what about you know? Do does it come later? Like in the moment, did you have any like in, like inspiration? Weird, dark inspiration, but inspiration nonetheless to like express anything like by drawing or. Uh, yeah, this one not so much just because I was kind of, you know, it was a weekend and I was kind of out doing things. But the the last school shooting that happened, I was, I think I was at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I got angry <laughs> and I drew something and it was, I, I didn't end up posting it because it seemed, I don't know. I just, I want people to wake the fuck up, so to speak. So, I don't know. I drew a little girl with a gun pointed at her head mm-hmm. because... That's what's happening, it's, it's, and people, yeah. they don't they, they don't care. They don't care, and I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I originally intended to draw it with a little girl with someone, basically, she had it in her mouth, like it was being shoved in yeah. her mouth, like, it was, hey. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. But I didn't, I have it, and that's interesting, because um, I was thinking about reworking it. I just, I didn't feel like posting it. Yeah. Well, that's, or yeah, to sorry. wait a certain amount of time, because there are people who after that their kids didn't come home and that was yeah you want to wake people you, up but then it's also you want so other people are going to see that too yeah, yeah i and don't want to mm-hmm. step on toes or hurt feelings or add to any fucking bullshit with that thing so yeah. and that adds to the the whole question of like is there i mean as it <laughs> i can only do so all, many schools <laughs> right with comb overs and swastikas right. for eyes you and, know what I mean like, yeah like, and you know and that's the other thing is just like what what you're most people are going to understand what you're trying to depict 
but you're also like, should you? Right. You know, is it going to help or hurt? Um, and in the end, I think if you're, I, I don't know how to answer that truly, just other than saying like, I, you just either go for it or you don't, and you kind of wait for blowback. And it you may get some, you may not. And it's right. like, you know, as an artist, like you see, they just, you put yourself out there, number one, already, if you're doing art, visual art, art, you know, singing, acting, any of that art encompassing, you're putting something out there that you've created and people are going to criticize. But when it comes to this kind of like political stuff or tragedy, it's always, I'm always kind of curious to see what comes out of it. It's like some art is, it should be shocking, but it's also like, I, I have that moment of just like that's shocking in a lot of good ways, but it might be shocking in an upsetting way. Or it could remind, you know what I mean? And in the end, what I think I was trying to avoid was being like, hey, look, I drew something about how I feel. Right, right. It, that wasn't it at all. Right. It wasn't about the art itself. It was just about yeah. getting people to see yeah. this image. And that's important. And there were people yeah. who had totally lived it, and they didn't yeah. need to live it anymore. Right. Um, so I, that one might have been a question of timing. I don't know. Hmm. It just... Yeah. It was more like getting an, a thought or an idea down than like actually being like, here's a cool piece of art I drew about how I feel about this stuff. Yeah, and I I mean, <laughs> I get your, <laughs> that, but I also, like, hopefully most people would understand that you're not doing it for that purpose. Right, right. but that, you know, just being sensitive in mind, I, yeah. and I don't, I, yeah. yeah, I know, I don't, yeah. it's tricky, <laughs> like, how do you be, how are you, yeah, so I don't, what do you think, Louie, I mean, <clears throat> How do you feel about like putting visual art or music out in response to a tragedy? Like, is it? I just wonder how effective it's going to mm-hmm. be uh, towards people who you can't. The, right. We, I know I it's a hard question. Sorry. We <laughs> right under the bus. We can't change their mind, but you can. Mm-hmm. It's how do you engage them in a way that will make them re-examine the data but not make them feel bad about their lives right and how do you make that change on somebody without shaming them mm-hmm. because um, I I guess it's just I know you can yeah, you, you, you can scream into the void as yeah. much as you want but at a certain point like because things are so tribalistic, things are so much in one camp or the other. If I just add to the dis- the discourse in the same way, it is you know the I'm gonna wildly generalize the statement, but you know it's like oh those libtards are just gonna see it this way, <laughs> and it's like sorry uh, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's it, it that word reducing so- a, something to its most base yeah, comment. I don't know why I laugh. And, sorry, I do know, but no, we it was, I'm trying to be funny. Um, and when you're out there trying to create art to engage people, it's, I, I know I already have one side. I trying to think of ways to make the other side look at something maybe with a slightly different, uh, perspective. And that's always the, the challenge. That's the hard part. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, I was... Saturday was my my day off, so or uh, I'm sorry, Sunday was my my first day off, so yeah. I was running around dealing stuff. I wasn't able to create anything, but I was like, I kept thinking about because it it's on my my Instagram feed, and it just mm-hmm. every 
10 minutes that I'm pulling that up, it, something comes across. I'm like, God fucking damn it, really? This again? Um, and, and, but like you said, we've all gotten so numb. That numbness is really probably the, that's probably what I should have focused on. And just mm. why something as horrific as that has become commonplace. You look at New Zealand and how mm-hmm. their reaction to it was essentially how we dealt with 9 11. Mm-hmm. Was like just it just, just overnight, you yeah. know, and right, um, you know that's that's just kind of our 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 new normal is. Let's like go back to like Columbine for us, realistically, when we just kind of established that okay, this is just possibly um, <laughs> where we're at in America now, and I, I don't even know what the uh, the date is on that, but that seems that that shift happened right around then where. Things started to kind of separate into two different camps, mm-hmm. and if we're not going to make a change between then and now, I I don't like I said I feel like I'm just screaming into the void at a certain point, and yeah. I have a nihilistic streak, a mile long, to be polite, and <laughs> that's probably not any a nihil long. Oh, hey. so, bwah, bwah, bwah. it was there. Sorry. I wondered where you went from that. I saw your eyes, and you were like, "Oh, uh. uh, yeah, it works. It works, kind of, not, not really." Um, sorry. Niles and Niles of it. Well, no, I and I appreciate what you're saying, but, Louis. I I get because I, I feel the same way of, and that's I, I'm. I mean, what I'm I'm really just using your audience as my therapy right now. That's okay. I well, apologize. Not really. But. Well, and hopefully, people listening can work this through their own thoughts and scream at I will I they you guys can always scream at me an email or on my Instagram message which they don't which is so polite but I'm like come on give give me some give me some shit but the point is that I, the overall point I'm trying to make too is just like you know the I don't want to use the word responsibility of an artist to react but it's like what I want to know is how other, how, like, is there, like, because I'm, I'm trying to answer it for myself of just, like, how would I, would I draw something? Would I paint something? And it's, like, maybe. I just don't know how it fits in yet, mm-hmm. you know? And there's, there's plenty of, like, let, okay, let's put it this way. Um, if I had the skill that Eamon has, like, you can, you're, you're a kick-ass artist, dude. You can draw form and fi- don't. He's smirking, people. It's true. All they have to do is follow you on Instagram, and they know. It's like you're. You've got. Ta- let me just. Let me just butter your bread real quick. You've got really good talent, and it's fun to see you draw and see it happen. And um, it's impressive to me. And I'm like, if I could draw like that, maybe I could express myself that way. So as a creative person, that's where I'm basing this question off of like if I wanted to express some you know anger and pain or whatever it's like how would I do it visually and that's and that's just for me like somebody else might come up with a song like a riff on a guitar or bass or piano that's sad Audrey maybe a piano song you'll sit down and like you because that I you know you hear the piano number one is just such a good like it works so well for sad and pain but um and that's what I mean is like I'm trying to figure out and you know Eamon you tried and it's like and that's why I wonder too is like does timing matter and it'd be fun to not fun <laughs> it'd be interesting to hear what other people say you know like 
I want to. I kind of want. I'm curious to see like if there's if there's a reaction to this visual like from artists in general. Like, are there? And there usually is, but myself, I'm like, I'm not. I'm struggling to see how I would put something out there and not be disrespectful to the wrong people, but also like send a message of or like have it be, you know, because yeah, at, there there's a. Someone came out with a great, I want to say it was an article on NPR called The End of Empathy. And it was like, I read it, so look that up, you can Google it. But it essentially talked about my generation, especially, like we started feeling way less because of the internet and all that. Like, it's a, the big wide world got really small all of a sudden. Now we know everything about everything going on everywhere. But it's not happening to us. We can look at a, we can look at it on a screen and not be there. But you're supposed to feel, and so it's like it's a, it's a really in-depth article and it's interesting. But they, they kind of started, you know, polling people at a certain point, like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, or you know, and over time they just saw this trend of, like, mass tragedies happen and <clears throat> the. Because I'm technically a millennial, I'm 35, so I fall right in there. I guess snapper, whippersnapper. <laughs> but it's like I can kind of see that as like because we had a lot of crazy shit happen, and but we had our the internet, and so it like that disconnect, and that's why I think the visual art and the you know when you see a cartoon or a a political cartoon or a painting reaction or a song you hear a song it's like i think that's trying to connect that like empathy back to like what happened and like i i feel like that that might i i'm hoping that that's a good way to do it i don't know like does that does that make sense what i'm saying of just like how do you how do you connect with that like as a visual artist if you're listening and you don't do drawing or painting it's like how would you do how would you express if at all if you wanted to, like, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm struggling with it. Cause I'm like, I don't, I kind of want to react, but I'm also like, are there enough people reacting to visually and right. art, you know, like songs and are there going to be that, but it doesn't seem like it. It kind of seems like everybody's just accepting. It's like, all right, well, and that's the thing. Like, do you go shocking? Like right. that painting you did with the girl with the gun in her mouth. It's like, I don't know. Is there, I'm sure there's that's up for debate, but well, I think it's just something. I mean, and it's for as long as there's been art or just creativity, there has just been this sort of reaction to these mm-hmm. things. I mean, there was that. My art teacher's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> there was that Picasso painting um, where it's obviously very like abstract, but Guernica. I, that yeah, yeah yeah. What's it um, called? Guernica. Guernica. Yeah. Yeah. Guernica. Um, and it was. Gu- hmm? Say it one more time. Guernica. Guernica. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Battle of Guernica. Where okay. You saw. Oh, thank you. It was. Okay. It was a town that was bombed. Exactly. Okay. And so it was the aftermath of that. And I, I don't know if he saw it directly, but he probably saw like newsreels or uh, photographs. And that painting was a result of his mm-hmm. emotional response. He was just outraged and angry that. A town was completely destroyed people were killed just all this sort of stuff and so it is a very like uh 
powerful painting just looking at it but um like on its own it is very like kind of creepy and and yeah loud um even without understanding like the the story behind it yeah the, the faces are are twisted and and because that's how you know yeah. the, your face would be dismembered during after a bombing mm-hmm. i mean it's worth looking up yeah if you okay <clears throat> no I, yeah thanks and it's for huge uh, oh, yeah. it's also in um the movie children of men okay they briefly oh, show it mm-hmm. but it, it's like hmm. eight by twelve it's yeah it's fucking it's, immense. it's a wall basically yeah and so that's what i mean is like that expression of just like we live in a to me this is just an opinion it's like our times of like you can put out art like that and but it's it seems like almost that whole like the void is just like some people will see it and react and it's not a this is not a question i need answered but it's just like i wonder like for your own little for our small world around you like how do you impact people around you with your art you know um and the more i think about it it's like i think the time is the timing is is crucial too because it's like you don't want to not you don't want to maybe it's too fresh if you do it today unless you have the inspiration strike you and then it's like all right well then you know do it but you know what i mean it can chill a minute (laughs) (laughs) right just for the to get it out but there's also jumping on the bandwagon versus Jumping right. on something that's a systemic problem. Right. 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 And I mean, I think at a certain point we have to look at it as is this a systemic problem? Hmm. I feel it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's just me. Um, and I mean, I, the day and age we live in with social media, if you make something, you don't necessarily have to post it. Yeah. And that's. Sir, I, I'm, who yeah, are you? I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. Lost How dare you? No. There goes all of them. But it's the truth. I mean, like, there are some days, like, if, you know, uh, and I've dealt with that. If you're drawing for the sake of posting something, Mm -hmm. you might need to take a step back and say, like, is it, is this worth it? Am I doing this for the right reason? So, yeah, are you making a piece of art specifically because this event Mm -hmm. occurred and you feel like you need to say something? Or do you legitimately feel like you have something to say with it? Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Or is it just, you know, yeah. uh, therapeutic? Do you need to draw something to kind of like express yourself, get it out of the way, um, but not necessarily show it? Yeah. It's almost for yourself. That's interesting because everything political that I've ever done, like a knee jerk response, I always have that moment of turmoil about posting it where it's something that I drew that I like. You know, because I wanted to draw. I'm like, oh, yeah, just post it, whatever. Right. But something that has a political undertone, I'm usually, I usually have this whole, like, uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I find it very, th- I've had people comment on, on tattoos or drawings that I've had or that not less than positively. And this, there are a few things as gratifying as blocking and then, um, uh, or deleting their, their comment. And if you really get bored, you can uh, report them for bullying just to be petty because mm-hmm. I'm a petty human and I can revel in that if I can but uh, yeah like you know put it out there like fuck them if they if that's like appeasing the shitheads is no longer my, my concern right and that's it, I appreciate that because it's honest <clears throat> you know if you know the apprehension of especially now because this something we've never really done and on purpose on 
the bender blend is make anything political but and that's why I'm trying to like steer it like I, we all clearly feel like a certain way about a lot of things and that's fine um, I'm not here I'm we're not gonna get you like oh you're oh you're this and that but it's this that try and it, I'm, it might seem clumsy to people listening because it probably is of me trying to work through this as a at a creative perspective like like I said like seeing that Kevin Smith post it's like he's got the right idea of like go create but it's like but what do you create you know and for me I was I'm kind of like well you know we're creating right now we're we're having a conversation about you know how do you put out your emotions t for the public to see as a like solidarity statement let's put it that way you know and instead of just being like look I'm making a political statement it's like no, this is for solidarity of like I feel pain I feel the pain and I have something that and it might soothe someone like seeing something really well done or like something you know pretty but horrible to look at at the same time like if that makes sense but it's that visual art seeing that or hearing a song that like hits you it's I guess that the whole <laughs> the big picture thing is like the this reconnecting with your humanity a little bit because it's so easy for me personally speaking it's like I, it's easy for me to just move which isn't great but it's like move on and not feel it and ignore it and like distract yourself like I don't want to think about it I I will at 3 a.m. and it'll wake me up and I'll think about I'll have my existential crisis at 3 a.m. thanks you know but like in the in the meantime it's like well maybe I need to focus more on like how okay well let's think about doing a drawing or a painting to get that kind of that emotion out there and share it and in a, a way that says I feel all that and you know hopefully this thing that I made somebody can connect to it in a way that's not just like look at me look at me look what I painted like you said Audrey of like but but also like people can have a like a visual like that's it's just sticking in my head the visual reminders and like art the visual art aspect of it is like seeing a painting or a drawing or a cartoon of just like like that's an image to remember that means something you know it's, I don't know it's not it's this is not easy guys obviously like I'm throwing all of us under the bus like hey you know let's talk about this and then go right into the heavy shit um, but you know and if you, we can we will switch gears I promise but I'm just picking your guys brains because you're all very creative people and you you know and you're all sensitive as well so it's like I'm curious too to like kind of bounce my well, and if you don't disagree, if you disagree with us, there's always the works of Lenny Reifenstahl from uh, Germany you can always get into and check out. Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, gosh. That's, it's worth a Google. That, that Google. The, jo the joke is in the Google there. Okay. Um, I'll look it up right yeah, now. I'll Google. So but, people listening, let's all Google. Le Lenny? Lenny Reifenstahl. Reifen. Reifenstahl. Okay. Okay. Um... Let's, I'm doing it as a, <laughs> anyway. So I mean, oh, th there God. are two sides of that. Oh, that God. Coin, okay. But, um, and I mean, like I've always kind of dick. lived by the idea. <laughs> I've always lived by the idea, like the point of art and creativity and making things is to create a discussion. And so, yeah. Um, okay. 
and sometimes that discussion might lead into a place you weren't expecting mm-hmm. especially when it is you know dealing with something that might be political or mm. the aftermath of an event so I think it's just yeah it's it's something you got to be aware of and, mm. and just be like if you're going to be creating stuff um, you got to be prepared for the occasional person who be oh, yeah. I mean, take it in a way that you weren't ready for yeah well fuck I mean that's Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> easy. It's easy. It's too easy. But I it, find it's very nice to draw a nice warm bath, light some candles, submerge my head in the water, and scream. That's mm. uh, been been my therapy for a lot of things. Mm. So, one. Well, See, so I thought you meant like draw. Uh, bath. Oh, draw. Uh, no, no. I, I mean just just screaming into it underwater, so Wait, my, huh? my neighbors aren't too worried about me. <laughs> Pour a bath? Ah, draw a bath. You're going to take it further than that, Eamon. <laughs> I like it, Eamon. I, that's that's a, a good drawing, Jay, Joe. Come on. It's a one-track mind. What can I say? That's all right. But to your point, Eamon, I mean, it's it, that is a, it has always been that. It's You're right. Your art is it's like start a conversation, make people feel something good, nor, good or bad. But, you know, and that's – I think maybe we just leave it at that to – ease out of this heavy-ass conversation. And people listening, sorry if you're mad. No, they've, they've turned us off long ago. Oh, so shit. We've got, like, this is fine. Oh, okay. Then we can just start singing like some hymns and... Crack open another can, just hard reset. Yeah. I don't think it's... Hey, we don't need a reset. So abortion, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Sorry, Eamon. This it was is a good. Not, it was a good fifty-two episode run. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we had it. We, we had we a good a run. <laughs> um, you know, you came on at a bad time. We just imploded. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I hopefully you guys just to clear, like just to clarify too for people listening. It's like I'm. I'm. This was off the cuff, and also like I'm hoping that you guys can understand where I'm coming from. Like my point, I'm trying to make of just like. How do you, if you're, if you've got the means, like, how do you express it visually, artistically, it's like. And it's, I mean, it's one of those things, like, it almost, as, as, you know, difficult as it is to talk about, it's Mm -hmm. almost worse just to pretend it didn't happen. Right. just kind of gloss over it. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, as little as it is, like, it needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's fair. I think that's fair. And I, maybe we leave it at that and let everybody digest you know what we did discuss regarding that and let's have the most bumpy segue into you know keeping the creativity stuff going um and what inspires you what excites you you know we we some we mentioned something off off camera off mic um earlier about you know We've just got a barrage, and I love it. Don't maybe that's not the right word, but um, you know the Avengers just ended, and it was fucking awesome. Number one, but we were talking about the movie, like the entertainment biz, and like movies coming out now, and it's like, okay, are we seeing the end, or are we gonna see some comic boom? comic book movies like die off like superhero movies die off or a lull and is it should there be um and that's kind of like we 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 talked about 
that a little bit on the last episode with Larry um, about the you know after watching Game of Thrones, I'm like I'm I was crave I'm still craving fantasy, mm-hmm. um, and this is not how I actually feel, but I've heard the just the rhetoric a little bit around you know pop culture of just like okay enough with all the superhero movies enough we've got enough and I'm like I don't know I don't agree like there's plenty more to do but let's now now we have a standard and let's let's be a little more selective about going <laughs> I'm really interested like they're going to do a horror movie with Doctor Strange mm-hmm. like, okay okay like the new Thor <clears throat> like where is this going to go? Like, I, oh, Lady Thor, right? Well, there, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, okay, uh, Lady Thor. There's going to be um, the first out LGBTQ um, hero. Uh, Valkyrie is going to be an openly gay character, to my understanding. That's uh, that's the gayest thing I've ever heard. No, right? <laughs> Sorry, awesome. okay. Um, Sorry, somebody should kick me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, I. Sorry. <laughs> what was I? I mean, some of the things I heard that the possibility of the new um, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier is going to be that the government doesn't want a black Captain America. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like, that, that's pretty apt. Fucking yeah! I, like, yeah, like, yeah, I know everyone's talking shit on on uh, superheroes, but it's like they've done a really good job where they positioned Marvel specifically has done a good job of. Well, how can we change up our formula mm-hmm. and still give you, you know, you know, capes and hilariousness? Like, yeah, you have my attention. Yeah, no, they've definitely like now that they've done obviously like the well-known bigger characters like Captain America and Iron Man, and those stories are done. Now they get into characters where it's like I have no idea who those people are, and it it can represent like a whole spectrum of people mm. who haven't had any I mean they have uh, Shang-Chi coming out mm-hmm. and so like that's going to be a whole Asian cast do you think that's going to be an apology for Iron Fist being Iron Fist season one I would hope so I just, hope. just, <laughs> just like the, that's the stinger at the end is just a big like we're sorry yeah um, I, I I posted this on my Instagram feed and I, I think you remember me saying this that I don't want I don't it's not that I don't care about Wolverine I literally have a Wolverine tattoo on me I just want them to push Squirrel Girl the way that they pushed Wolverine. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. No, if they're going to She killed do... Thanos in the comics. Yeah. Like, give me all the Squirrel Girl. 100%. Like, no, if they're going to do kind of a X-Men like thicker, do it like yeah. Yeah, like give me this like kind of punk rock awesome character <laughs> that you wouldn't expect to be like I don't want to say like a, a headliner but like it's just weird enough that it works and Right. Lean into that. Be fucking weird. You're gonna, you know, they're gonna test run a lot of stuff with the what if. I think, um, uh, franchise because they're gonna be doing those cartoons. Is that correct? I I'm not sure. But I like, mean, like there I, were zombies in the it. in the. I don't know if you saw in the what if mm-hmm. border there was like Captain America and Iron Man as zombies. So we're we're gonna be getting Marvel zombies a little bit. Like, well, and that's what I mean. It. I don't know. I did that. Give that. me weird shit right now. <laughs> well, so, and that's what I mean is like, do, I clearly like we're, so we're a little biased here and that's okay. Like I want to see more superhero movies. I do. I don't care. Um, well, I mean, everything's kind of a very, even if you go back to like 80s 
mm. action movies were Schwarzenegger, like Terminator. Terminator is both a horror movie, but it's also like anytime you have somebody that's unkillable, it's kind of a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like we, we have the trope of a superhero. Like my favorite superhero is a guy called Jesus. <laughs> that's not true. Oh, <laughs> I was like, is that real? No. <laughs> But uh, like you know, the, the, Kevin Smith is fond of saying like the first comic book he ever read was called the Bible, and like <laughs> it's okay. Fair, <laughs> you can't argue enough. that, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. He's like, not wrong. We have the trope of being a superhero is, you know, just the indomitable goodness of something. Mm. Okay. Well, where do we go with that? Yeah. Well, I mean, and based on what I've seen bubbling up for the new continuation of all the superhero when I hear people say enough with this it's like you know I I don't get mad because I'm like you know what that's great because there's gonna be plenty of other cheese out there for you mm-hmm. um, some and, cheese is better than other cheese though correct and that's and, and, and so we're speaking strictly from our bias point of view but you know hopefully people listening it's like I don't know. Do you want to? Do you do you feel the same way, or do you? You know, Audrey, what about you? Like, you're have you? And forgive me, but I feel like I've I remember you saying like you never were really into comic books or superheroes for, for like until kind of recently, and even now you're still kind of yeah. like whatever. Like yeah, you like it, but you're not. I was more, and I think Eamon and I talked about this a little bit too. Uh, was more reading like fantasy mm-hmm. um, yeah red wolf mid- fuck medieval yeah. fantasy to mm-hmm. be specific mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah just kind of along those lines like dragons and mm-hmm. things like that those it's... those were the kind of novels and books that i read that i i loved um, and so would you first of all we're at a time this this is almost like the <laughs> the piggyback on last episode of like now that Game of Thrones is done, <clears throat> and it opened a huge door of just like, num- well, let's let's not, you know, underscore Lord of the Rings. Sure. But it's still just slowly creaking open, like more and more of just like, hey, high fan or yeah. as Larry put it, high fantasy or low fantasy, with that medieval tone is like, I'm into it. Give me more of that shit too. I've been waiting for someone. <laughs> my whole life to make that stuff so hopefully it happens because I I, I, like Harry Potter's great I get it that's fine but the stuff that I want to see I I think it's better like there's more of a story there's more nuance there's there's just way more room for character development talked about was it his dark materials his dark materials which I just recently found out the creator of that was a contemporary of C.S. Lewis and he Mm -hmm. wrote that as Mm -hmm. a okay uh, a foil essentially like mm-hmm. instead of saying like oh th- this is a metaphor for Christianity this yeah. he was like you know do we need Christianity what's the yeah. other options mm-hmm. in it which is why I wasn't allowed to read it as a kid <laughs> <laughs> really you're kidding me no, um, no and I, that's not, I'm, I'm real interested I, I'm waiting for them to reboot Xena give me that yeah. right and that, and so we're in a you know I think Eamon recommended um, serializing and updating Conan last time oh, we please, were on a... please make it happen. Like, do you want Kevin Sorbo as a, like, an, like maybe he can play Krom. Well, Krom. He should be Krull the Conqueror, as we all know. Or Krull. 
Because he was in Crow. Kevin Sorbo should be. Was he in Crawl the Conqueror? No, that was that was Arnold. No. Ar- no, sorry, not no, sorry, I blacked out. Forgive me. <laughs> we have an oracle here. Three called you're getting, Google. You're getting the big muscle head man uh, mixed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Momoa was the last time we had Conan. And so yeah, so no, absolutely reboot Conan and do it right. Look, Jason Momoa was a good cast based on look because. Let's be honest. Like, I love the Arnold Conans, but as far as the Sumerian goes, like, he's not gonna look. He's he's way too like clean and pretty looking. He's gonna be a little hairier and a little more barbarian looking, a little more swarthy, we'll say. Um, But that's what I mean. Is like, and that, um, and I just have to say it out loud because I'm, you know stream of consciousness it's just like what a change that we've made we got really heavy and then and that's okay but this is going into the whole like yeah what leads to what um bad explanation sorry edit that <laughs> i won't but that's what i mean is like going into like not distraction mode but just like looking forward to something and seeing like Okay, well, you can make something now, but there's so much good shit that could be remade. And I've and I've had this conversation with my friend Prio about like remakes. It's like I'm not mad anymore. I used to get really mad about remakes, and now it's like nothing's sacred. You know, there's some things that. <sighs> I'll, okay, let me rephrase. Don't remake Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, don't make. Escape from New York. Don't. Don't. I see you. <laughs> I see you, Louis, doing things. But you make the rock put as, a, as no. Kurt Russell's character. Wrong. You have my interest. No, it's like... Kurt Russell. You don't fuck with Kurt Russell. Because <laughs> I'm biased. Anyways. Racist. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you fuck with him, but. Yeah, racist. What? No. But. I mean, that... they just remade the Hamlet, Hamlet for the numerous time and then called it the Lion King again. And it's doing really well. It's, it is Hamlet. Don't I know? No, I'm right. So any, but that, <laughs> but that's game. you know the 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 broad point I'm making, I guess, is like when we, you know, in this day and age of like, we've got some standards set by some epic movies and shows, and it's like, well, where do we go from here? And I, on the last episode, I said I was like, I I don't want people to rush it. I want. Like we got spoiled. We had some awesome shit, and what a weird, like, what a weird privilege that we get to see that kind of cool shit. But now it's like, it's gonna be really hard to not hold that to a high standard now. Well, we also had Red Dawn and uh, Point Break remade, and we all quickly forgot about. I that. didn't see Point Break. No, or no, Red no Dawn. one should have because they're terrible. No. But it's like they they remade. If you're not gonna appreciate. <laughs> What like the kitschiness of some of that component? Like, make it good. I, I don't care yeah. what it is. Just make it good. Like, yeah. Uh, and fair. And that's the, yeah. So, Eamon, what do you think about like standard wise? Like, if you were to hold like, let's we can all admit that. Well, at least I will admit um, that. I just had a total brain fart, guys. Because um, I just pulled up Cole, not Kroll. Cole the Conqueror was Kevin Sorbo. Thank Sorry. you. 
But I was gonna say, I think what I was gonna say was the um, the standard of like that level. DC's really struggling, really struggling with putting forth a level of the Marvel universe. Like they they can't do it. They're way behind. So how do you how do you go about like reinvigorating the DC universe? To me. You start like all their animated shit has been great. Um, so take that same element and just say, I I want to grab the executives who are in charge by the collar and just say, stop doing origin stories. We don't care, and we know you're not making these. Yes, oh, but the new generation needs to know where Wonder Woman came from and where Superman came. No, we no. Your majority audience is going to be me my age and a little bit younger like let's be real and then you can make a spin but like these comic book movies like the rated r shit too i'm like the next blade better be rated r like what are we doing here well you saw they cast that right yes and i'm stoked it's like good that's so to nerd we're gonna get nerdy real nerdy here because i'm like i'm passionate about seeing that shit because it's it's possible now. We know that they're it's they can make some rad shit. It's like, hey DC, don't forget about Swamp. All your side characters. I heard the Swamp Thing show was great, and I I, I don't have I DC, the, the the app. So yeah, but. it was. Uh, I mean, it was one of those things like they canceled it. I think after the first, first episode. episode. Yep. And nah. it, yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ah, apparently damn it. it was shot DC. on the soundstage that they built that had. Because they didn't want to shoot in a swamp, so they built the sound state. Yeah, no one wants to be in that. <laughs> you don't want to possibly have malaria. Are you kidding me? But like, Just you know, they they built it and they couldn't store this swamp that had water that went from four to fifteen feet deep, and it was just okay. and they weren't getting the tax breaks that North Carolina had promised them. So mm-hmm. there was it was a clusterfuck behind the scenes, and on top, okay. top of that, they were going to kill the app for what it is to. Mm. Switch over to be the WB app from being the DC app, whatever. Yeah, okay. it so was it was it, a lot of it like, was a lot of logistics problems that okay. everyone was saying. It was yeah, I mean like as as far as like because their shows to me have been hit or miss. I jumped off Arrow after a while, but I've heard it's like decent again. Um, it was fun. I mean like really yeah. when it came down to it, like it took itself seriously, but at times it was like this is a dude dressed up as a guy made out of plants like um it was just and and it was like this is absurd but hey you know what i remember watching it on usa back in the 90s with uh yeah it was a variation on the heather locklear swamp thing movie and i was just like okay i mean young and stupid but so i of course liked it but yeah i mean it's it was just one of those things like it for what it was it worked and Mm. it's it's too bad um, yeah. that they are continuing it. I, honestly, like I think what they just need to do is stop trying to follow the leader with what Marvel's doing. Right. Just make your own stuff. I, mean, just, I think Shazam was a great thing like that. Where, yeah. yeah. Like Shazam, Wonder Woman, like those movies both worked because they they weren't trying to do like, oh, this is what Marvel did with their movies, or this is how a superhero movie is supposed to be. It was just here's a story. We had some fun with it. Yeah, like, just have fun with it. Tell a story you want to tell. Yeah. Have have some sort of message behind it and just have fun. Aquaman, I, I still really liked Aquaman too. Like, 
they it was a treasure hunting movie it was a superhero movie it was all these different things where I'm like you, you already got me in the seat just throw it all at me and it it worked there was a kaiju come on but it was Mary Poppins wasn't it Hmm? You lost me on that one. <laughs> it was voiced by what's her name? Oh, it was no, no. Oh, there was that one. Yeah, yeah it was Julie yeah, yeah. Andrews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, the OG Mary. Okay, I, I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. You th- okay. that it was like you were saying that it was the Mary Poppins story with Jason Momoa. No, I'm no. like, did you not know there was a kaiju in Mary Poppins? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean there is that acid sequence. <laughs> was that in the reboot version? Because <laughs> I would totally rewatch that again. Um, well, the other thing, too, is to add to that, like, okay, Swamp, like, <clears throat> and that's a good point. Stop following the leader, DC, like, and how, would you get, I, I didn't see Aquaman. I'll let you borrow it. I liked it a lot. It was, <laughs> it was really fun. Okay, like, well, that's I, all I, I need to know. It's, it's like, give me an honest. Like, like, it was fun, and I'm fine with, okay, so I always go back to. I like that. Growing up, the best movie, superhero movie I had for a minute was Daredevil with Ben Affleck. And if that's your low bar, I have just been living in, yeah, it. It has been a creamy dream since then. <laughs> like, when people want to complain about superhero movies, I'm like, no, no, no. I, I've got this. Like, this is, this is the best time I could be alive because I had Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Go rewatch that. And then I had. I also had to rewatch like Electra with uh, yep. Jennifer Garner as like the only other b- standard bearer of uh, comic book movies, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm watching this, and that is a pile of dog shit. Yeah, but it was the the you tried award. Yeah, exactly. It was. It wasn't even. I mean, it rivaled. It's like they went here. You go, nerds. Hell yeah, it rivaled <laughs> Halle Berry's Catwoman, where you're like, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. Cool, yeah. but. Like, yeah, give me give me more uh, Aquaman. I don't care. talk to fish. Yeah, I mean, like, and visually, like, it was great. Oh, it's beautiful. It was just yeah. Whoever did the art direction on that was just there was went an above octopus that played drums. Yeah, what? come on, yeah, <laughs> it's bonkers, and it was great. Nice. Well, good. We need more of that shit. Then, like, make. I mean, I think they're gonna reboot everything when they finally get a Flashpoint movie together. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think they're waiting to see what uh, Wonder Woman eighty four looks like, what Aquaman two is going to look like. They've got a, yeah, they've got a lot. Who their new Superman's going to be in the um, in the works? I mean, they have uh, James Gunn doing Suicide Squad, right. which I'll applaud that because it's like yeah, yeah, duh. Like the you know, like yeah, get someone that has that brought a smaller lesser known comic to the highlight and made it a huge deal and right. it was like and it's well done like so yeah I mean I'm I'm all for it like if we get mm-hmm. King Shark on the big screen like hey mm-hmm. is that gonna be involved I don't, I don't know I, I don't know I don't even, they haven't said anything as far as like who's on the team but you know fingers okay. crossed um, and then more I, Jared Leto Joker Sure, I'll take it. If from him, honestly, Re- yeah. Really? I mean, like, like, I could see. Yeah, I mean, okay. I <laughs> I trust James Gunn enough with that. that yeah. Like, and I, I think and he nixed it right away. He was like, get the fucking Cholo Joker out of here. <laughs> no offense to Cholo, I love you. Uh, Cholo fit, my boy, but let's get real. Like, that dude, Joker with tattoos makes zero sense to me. 
He's not. He's not a fucking. He doesn't give a shit about what he looks like. So it's like, why would he get tattooed? Like, anyways. Sorry. Go. Um, no, I mean, like, I. <laughs> I really want to hear this. Continue. <laughs> go down your rabbit hole, please. Sir. No, it's okay. We no. hit a sore spot. We're, we'll work through it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. After what we already talked about, it's like, what a fucking turd. Um, no, I mean that is so. Sorry, I I totally interrupted you, man. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I didn't mind it. That movie. You didn't mind Suicide Squad? No, I did. Okay. Like everybody else. I just, it, it, it felt like one of those movies that there were too many cooks in the kitchen, mm. from what it sounded like. there. I think the director was like, I wanted to go this direction, but they told me, like, you need to go yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy direction. <clears throat> um, yeah. To the point, like, Jared Leto saw the movie and he was like, this isn't the movie we filmed. Like, Half mm. the scenes are gone. What happened? Mm. So, I think that's the other thing is like they just need to trust uh, visionaries. Like they just need to give movies to people and be like, make the movie you want. We'll advertise it. You know, just we'll 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 trust you on this one. Yeah, that I think you're right with that assessment. It's just like too many people put their ideas in and. To continue off my little sore spot is just like and and I I feel bad now saying cholo joke but like the, there were certain aspects where I'm just like you're you're making Joker all about vanity and that's wrong that's not the character of the Joker so you at scream all. more Serbian Joker like no it's just Eastern. a gang it was like gangbanger Joker and it's like he's not a gang he doesn't give a fuck about image or flashing it and he was all flashy it was like. Look at this car I'm driving. Look at this fucking. T- look at all my tattoos on my. F- it's like Were that we, to me didn't say I don't care. I'm. I'm the. It's like that was just like. A, 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 I don't know why it bothered me, but it did. It was just like that's not what the Joker represents. The Joker represents chaos, and that's not chaos. That's like scripted. Like, I'm it's hot topic I'm, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's anarchy. Not in the UK. Um, dumb, dumb joke. Um, that's okay. I'll punch myself for that one. But I guess, I guess the whole, and also just the whole storyline. It was just like there. It just had it felt, been a good story. You might have looked past it, but because it, it, you're just like, okay, I'm focusing on this now. I really wish I wasn't focusing on it. It just well, was it, one more. It, yeah, exactly. It was one, and again, I'll acknowledge what a fucking dumb. Like thing to complain about, really. But it was also just like, well, it's when you see something that you're passionate about or like a, a fan of, and they take it a direction where you're just like, you kind of ruined it for a lot. Like you might have ruined it for the wrong people. Like that were stoked about it, and they're like, oh, that's the Joker now. It's like no, there's a clear cut. Like, and Batman especially. It's like that whole. It's like that's such a. I'm I'm trying to argue the point that it's important and it is to me and that's that's a hard point to argue to people listening I'm just like who gives a fuck like but it's also just like the, the artistic expression of like all right and so let me put, all right let me I'll advise or advise amend sorry brain farts all the time guys I'll amend my statement to just that expression of a character that is already set and 
you have plenty of things to do with. You decided to go a certain way with it, and it was the wrong way. It was just like that. I don't think that's true to the story. Like that's not helping anything. Mm-hmm. You're representing something that's. I'm not sure what. Do you have when when you when I say Joker? What's the first version that pops into your head? The first version. Yeah. Like, what's your quintessential? Like, what image like pops in your head? Honestly. And the, uh, it, of course I'm biased. It's Heath Ledger hanging upside down, swinging mm-hmm. back and forth, going mm-hmm. like, I feel like you and I are supposed to do this forever. Like that whole like, that was like, and okay, that's a hard question. Cause no, and that's that's kind of, that's like, like when I think of the Joker, I think of Mark Hamill's well, Joker. And, and again, or if you read the comics, you have like, this era of Joker or maybe mm-hmm. Cesar Romero or like mm-hmm. so we all get or, or Jack Nicholson so um, I get yeah it's more just like which of this which version is being betrayed and that's I think what the thing about Jared Leto's Joker is that betrayed everything where across the board <laughs> where we were just like not going to be happy with it no matter especially following the Heath Ledger's performance where and that's fair too to say like of course I did I I mean, Mark Hamill's Joker is, that's something on its own, just that the voice and the laugh and the performance. But also I grew up with, you know, for years of, of watching that at a certain time in, um, you know, I'd come home from school and that was on and that was the, you know, the amount of times I would watch that just kept reinforcing on itself. Mm-hmm. So again, it, it's not even something I was yeah conscious of. It was just... Oh, this is the pillar that everything else leans against. Mm, that's true, and I guess you know to put myself in the because I should be in the hot seat because uh, you know what we're saying here is all mostly stream of consciousness. Like right. I didn't write any notes today, um, and that's the fun part. Eamon, having you on is like we can just nerd out, and people hopefully be, some people might have tuned out. Hopefully not, you know, but. The other hope, too, is that if they've never been into comic books or comics at all, it's like, dive in because this is modern mythology. Mm-hmm. Like, the Greek gods are awesome, and this is what we have for our modern mythology is superheroes. Like, that's pretty fucking rad, and you should dive into it because there's cool stories, cool art. Okay, that disclaimer aside, you know, like, when we talk about, like, the passion of, like, seeing these projects made and um, being a fan it's like in the end I'm I guess what I should let's go the positive route what I should be stoked about is that they're doing it at all right yeah. I mean is that fair like that's what I should and I am I, I will say that and I'll acknowledge that it's like at least they're doing it at all because even if yeah even if the project like obviously Suicide Squad failed like it just <laughs> it was not good but it still made what Seven hundred million dollars, and I mean, <laughs> now we're gonna get two different Suicide Squad movies. We're gonna get a mm-hmm. sequel that's, I think, mostly directed at Harley Quinn, and now mm-hmm. like the team that she builds, and then we're getting the James Gunn one. So yeah, and now we have like a, a standard like, hey, let's not end those movies with a big fire demon fight. <laughs> as cool as it was visually. Or not? No. No. Sure. Amen says no. See, like, you had the problem with, with Jared Leto. I had a problem with 
that whole aspect. I yeah. was like, where, what, where did this come from? Like, yeah, the Diablo with special yeah. effects that rivaled like mid '90s Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like, like it was the maybe that's where I get Scorpion King all over again. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, good call. That's no. funny. Um, anyway. well, and that's fair. And that's. Again. again, still better than Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Yep. And just <laughs> and so, so we lost Audrey. She's walking away from this conversation. Um, nerds! Nerds. That's okay. We're nerds. And, and I will warn people at the beginning of this that this is going to be a roller coaster of things. To, and, and that's... I don't... I think it comes up, and I'm fine with saying it again... It's the blend. Yeah. So how about <laughs> the democratic it, debates, right? <laughs> yeah, so let's go back to politics and heavy shit and people that, like, let's... Division. Um, there's division everywhere. I don't like this Joker. You like that Joker. Fuck you. Um, that's just human nature. I mean, if we want to start the Batman Forever, Dark Knight Rises argument now, um, we can do that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that that's been calculated over. I think it's been at six least months brought now. Up like two, yeah, I like, think it was the last time I was here. Yeah, that, so that was we talked about. Um, well, that okay. We, we won't dive too far into it just because that's that we're already an hour in, and it's like that needs to be the beginning. But let's just gla- let's middle. just tease people listening that give a shit about it at all or not. To inspire, like, hey, if you've never seen these two different Batman movies, go see them and play along. Or not. Eamon says, okay, so let's start there. Um, Let's just, oh, this is going to be hard without diving right in, but... (laughs) I just like that I kind of said it wasn't even off the like I, I have a very strong opinion about it, but it, it has yeah. polarized people in a way that made them like it's really huh. it's really affected my whole life right like, you, like you kind of hate yourself that was, that was months like, ago and now I've watched them and I'm like this has to be talked about <laughs> like it's not just a, a easy like oh this one's better so so for people just listening and hearing this for the first time let's explain exactly what we're talking about um louis why don't you why don't you explain what you brought up so so i i am of the strong opinion that the third uh christian bale movie uh dark knight rises dark knight rises is not as good of a movie as batman forever (laughs) the third It's not even because you can't. It, it's, yeah, yeah, in sequence, it's, it's, it's hard just, to. Like, it's just the third. It's the last. It was the last. It's the third Alfred movie. No, no. Because okay, I like, guess yeah. it's the same. Like the that's Michael the only. Go. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put it this way: it's the last. And correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. It's the last time that Val Kilmer played Batman. It was the first only. and last. First and last. Okay, that's George right. Clooney. He only did one. Holy yeah. fuck! See how? See? Yeah. See what happens? Okay, so first and last, Val Kilmer being Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yes, and so I, you're saying I, that that movie is a better movie than The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. based on story structure. Okay, um, I, I have. Gosh, we're we really gonna do this right now. A little bit. I, just, I mean, uh, we have to do a little bit of it. We'll touch on it. I, I think. Okay. I think. So Henry based on has some so my to say my well. thoughts are based on story structure, based on how the overall themes are. It, it just is a better truly good movie whereas I think The Dark Knight Rises is Christopher Nolan wanting to make um, 
Interstellar, and they were like, you can you just make us a billion dollars and you can do whatever the hell you want. And he decided to do, you know, he's like, okay, well, if I can do whatever I want, then I, I don't care and mm. we're going to do this movie because it'll check all the lists. It'll be two and a half hours long. And Batman only to Kane for reasons. Yeah. Yeah. He's 38. Let me, let me just uh, okay. point yeah. this out. The movie's close to three hours, mm-hmm. and Batman is in it for a little over 20 minutes. Mm. In Dark Knight Rises. In Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And so, like, is it is it really, like... A Batman, Batman movie. movie. And it feels more like a James Bond movie. And I'll I even accept it. that, like, you don't... Like, you can take Tony Stark out of the suit and still have an Iron Man movie. Sure. Like, you, you can do that. That's not... He doesn't have to be, like, growling through gravel to be the Cape Crusader. I'm just saying that, like, mm-hmm. what the hell did I just watch? Because <laughs> this all stemmed also from I was tattooing my friend, and he was watching Dark Knight Rises. So I would be looking up every once in a while and seeing what was going on. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Why? Ah, gosh. So when you watch it kind of non-linearly and then punctuated like that it makes no goddamn sense and that's any movie realistically but it's just like really we're at this part now jeez how long has it been going on for and then they're just randomly at a cafe at the end i guess like (laughs) cool yeah no i don't okay yeah fair (laughs) enough i mean and so you know listeners if you're still with us go watch (laughs) both of them Form your own opinion. No, don't, five hours later, thanks for coming back. Yeah, don't uh, do it back to back. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's just a from good personal experience. Like, <laughs> live your life. Give some time. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch the early. Watch Batman Forever. Have a palate cleanser in there at least. Yeah, good, good call. And I mean, it's and let's be real, like. And I will critique Batman Forever that it was a giant toy commercial, because. They bombed their licensing deals with uh, <laughs> McDonald's because they yeah. essentially were going to try and sell 1966 Batman toys mm-hmm. and then used a Danny DeVito I didn't, I, penguin horror monster, sewer monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, we get script approval of the next one. And they did. So, like, in the mm-hmm. opening sequence, yeah. they're like, I'll get drive through. And it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Sign that. That's it's wow. like that. And again, yeah. it goes back to like too many cooks in the kitchen. Like mm-hmm. you get a director who's like enthusiastic about it, but they're like, "Hey, instead of doing like a cool story and cool movie, um, you just need to make a two-hour toy commercial. Like make everything big and technicolor and outrageous. And uh, who cares about story?" But it's more in line with the Batman '66, and I'm I'm okay with it. Like mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It, yeah, if you take it as, like, the campy, like, doesn't take itself seriously, it's just fun. Which, for years, Batman was. Yeah. You know, yeah. for up until, what, the 80s, Frank Miller? Like, yeah. Batman was if, just a, uh, a fun detective if story. If somebody recuts Batman Forever to add in, like, the sound effects, like the boom, pow, zap, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Like, yeah. it'll be immensely I did move. see somebody do that for uh, Batman versus Superman. The fight oh. sequence where they're in the the warehouse, really? Yeah, it's well, pretty good actually. Just, just add it to every movie. So, yeah, I dig it. Now, watch watch what I'm gonna try and do. 
is weave that back into our dark conversation of just like despite all the shit that happens it's like you know what the cycle continues like we'll still make things we'll still create you know and what's next what can bring people joy you know it's like well superhero movies make it they can make points there too it's like and Batman has forever just except the Batfleck Batfleck sorry Batfleck you know where it's like apparently he goes on a and and I get it that was based off some certain it's like but his whole thing is like fucking hates guns man alright I'm not trying to yeah I am it's a political statement it's like I don't hate guns personally like I I like shooting them but Mm -hmm. You know, there's a bigger picture there. It's like, yeah, what to do next? Let's not get bogged down on that. Let's think about like, well, you know, what can you do in your small world around you to create, you know, you can recommend to your friends and people listening and just like, yes, we got, we just went through some shit. Like if you don't want to distract, how do you like some coping stuff? It's like, well, go watch some fucking silly Batman and like, deal with it in your own you know in your own time but the point is is like man we live in a cool time that we get to see things being made that we love and it's like and we have the freedom to criticize and feel cool but like we get to sit here on a podcast and debate two Batman movies like that's pretty neat like let's not forget that overall you know, not to bring us down too much again, but like, just let's perspective of just like, we all still have it pretty damn good, you know, and let, but let's also not forget that like some people don't. And it's like, well, okay. It's all about a balance, finding a balance, you know, and being creative people. It's like, yeah, share that balance too with other people. It's like, you know, open up a a new world for somebody else with like, your artwork or recommendations of other people's artwork to check out. It's like, I I guess that leading back into that and skirting the darkness back into the light of just that balance of just like, this is what we do for therapy. It's like, we, we go back to movies that we love and stories that we love that make us feel safe. And the whole idea of superheroes of just like, there is something better out there always that there is a force of good versus that evil. And it's like, that's a cool narrative and it should be brought to the forefront. Even if it's just like a mentality of just like standing at like, and that's why comic books for me, like see what I'm doing here. I'm trying to weave into the, well, how do you be the best version of yourself? Be the best version of yourself. And for me, like I, I'm lucky. I grew up safe. Like, I never had to struggle, but I'm not unsympathetic or empathetic to people that have. And it's like, well, there are tools that you can use and your imagination is your biggest for me. If I were to say to somebody like, how do you, how do I get out? It's like, start imagining and be creative and know that there are options. And if you can imagine something else, like using that creativity and imagination of just like, and having having that like escape a little bit of an escape too is just like reading a comic book for the first time and seeing that like opening that like hinge it you know the door in your brain of just like 
imagine the possibility and like coming up with your own story and just being like that's a cool example of like someone standing up to shitty behavior and working into the like that mythology and like that whole like you know universe of just like there's what a what a cool you know analog to look at and say like that's not real but there's so many elements that that was written by a real human that feels this way about tragedy and loss and pain and triumph and comic books is that way of just like if you especially if you don't like to read it's like yeah there's some text in there but like visually it's just like seeing what what it can do to you and like seeing what art will do to you visually is just like make that connection however you have to to feel something like bigger and you know it's like that sounded really preachy but you know what I mean like I that what I'm trying to do is just like express and and that and see what I mean like timing wise it's like that's how I feel is just like maybe I'm not meant to be putting art out there or making songs out there in reaction to a tragedy but more sharing what like helps me get through that is just like reading things of hope and like you know comic books and talking about fun shit with your friends and just like those important moments of like all right like yeah we're all that's all pretty painful shit but like can we turn it into something positive it might not happen right away and it won't but in the long run like how can you how can you be better about it and i mean like if you just you know. look statistically murders per 100,000 people are down compared to where we were at in the 50s compared to where we were at in the 20s like you know it was just murder central back in the 1800s because <laughs> there was no way to unregulated yeah, yeah. you can like, like oh i killed that or that you killed that person no i didn't okay oh, well i well, like oh. guess i guess we're done here yeah. you know like yeah. so as a whole society is better it's just now yeah and so i know sorry guys this is a this is a hard episode to be on but i appreciate you being here but because i'm making you guys think about this shit because it's on my brain but here's something else to think about um and some a a cool story storyline i thought of like let's imagine a story and this is going to be fiction how would you write, like, given the opportunity, let's say it's modern day, it's now. And there's no such thing as superheroes. Nobody's invented comic books. Nobody's ever written a comic book. Nobody's ever drawn a comic or a superhero. <laughs> Eamon's brain is, you can see it working. Now, you're the person that discovers that, like, the myth, like, how do you start that mythology and, like, how... Um, this Isn't is this the plot to that yesterday movie that Danny Boyle just. Boyle's I was did? just about to say. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's, it's oh the Beatles thing. Okay, I guess Sorry. sure. I guess <laughs> I guess it is. No, it's probably it's, it's very parallel. But like, let's say that not even that they nobody. So okay, I know that the plot in that is that some the dude knows the Beatles existed but nobody else does essentially yeah to my no so my storyline is that you didn't know that comics were everything you invented you invent you're the person that comes up with the first superhero who's your what is your superhero 
That's kind of a that's a really hard question. Yeah. Sorry. I mean that that's, <laughs> that's the David and Goliath myth right there. But you okay? I guess you'd yeah. You, no, that's would you be inventing Goliath essentially? I mean, I mean, like even when was God four thousand years ago? Like, yeah, I was gonna say when was David and Goliath? Um, but yeah, I mean, like you can you can go back to any civilization. I mean, the Greeks had Hercules, and then. Mm-hmm. There was the story of Samson. You had uh, the Egyptian pantheon. And so, I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard. I mean, you even add, like, the, what's the oldest story, uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh? Yeah. Which yeah. is... The right. Noah's Ark story? Yeah. Right. Uh, Beowulf. And so, like, it's it's hard to just, like, start something, like, from an absolute because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even like the first superhero was Superman, but even that was based on some older. Well, you, I mean, like based on Samson, based on Hercules, mm-hmm. like just performing these great feats of strength, and then the over time, forgotten son. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that that even that aspect of it, it was just the idea of immigration coming to America, and, and mm-hmm. you know, being being sort of this alien in a, from afar yeah yeah from yeah. from a different world and so um yeah i mean i i i don't know oh bye audrey sorry it's okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna go check on my sister no no worries bye thank bye. you sorry bye. bye everybody listening audrey has left the building we made too much fun we, yeah we, forever love you guys have fun <laughs> We got way too nerdy and dark and nerdy and then dark again. Um, but good point. I mean, and that's, and I know it, I, I actually feel pretty guilty, you guys. Um, people listening to are going to be like, what the fuck are you on, Bender? Making it, I'm making, I'm asking really hard questions today. Um, but, but it is kind of, it's something that was on my mind. It was just like, why wouldn't I ask my, my good friends that are both into comics of like, Imagine if you could start the first comic book, what would it be about? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it proposes a world where good and evil have never been in conflict. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, okay. A great like, place to start. Of, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, where does... Just, yeah. Fuck yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I, mean, I like, like that. If you, if you break it down to its core, comics are just sequential art of pictures still pictures telling the story mm-hmm. and so the first one would have been cave paintings right of just stories of the hunt and people going out to mm-hmm. gather food um i like their older stuff more um, <laughs> yeah i think they really jumped the shark uh, the art wasn't that great yeah back then. I, I don't know I, I liked uh, how how rustic it looked and um I don't know. There's something to be said about. Um, it was difficult to read. You had to fly all the way out there and find. It was really out. reminiscent of Jack Kirby's work. Uh. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, that's fun to think about. But and hopefully the people listening are still listening and wondering. <laughs> I assume it's just Larry at this point. Hi, Larry. It's good to see you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we can assume everything, but this is still going up. Um, all right. Well, let's. We're we're at an hour and a half, and we we've gotten dark, and then we got light again, and then we got dark. Let's go back to lightness and just do a little like fun trivia for some comic book people. Um, and this is just 
for people listening to see the knowledge that I'm of the two gentlemen I'm sitting with, Amen and or Luke, lack thereof. I don't think I think you guys are gonna kick ass. Um, there's questions here. That, uh, that was like, actually a Mark Millar comic, uh, <laughs> not Marvel or DC. Boom. Already five points to Louis. Um, let's just start. Here's some. This is D, some DC trivia, um, and we'll start with we'll start with this question. Um, I guess we'll answer in sequence and then figure out. I, th- I mean, I oh, actually, okay. So I'm unprepared. All right, I'm going to give you the biggest softball question of all. No, that's too easy. Um, that was way too easy. All right. I'll... <laughs> I've all actually right. answered that one, didn't I? Yeah, I'll give, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you this one um, to start, and it's multiple choice. Just let me read through it for people listening, so you guys can answer. However, you'll ding in, ding, ding, ding. Which actually it doesn't matter who answers first because I know the right answer. We'll put it that way. Which of these people was a Green Lantern? Wally West, Harvey Dent, Princess Diana, John Stewart. I mean, John Stewart was John yeah, Stewart. People, yeah, but I'm trying now. I'm trying to think. Did uh, and in any of those, did anybody else? It's not a trick question. Oh, okay. I, I promise. Yeah, no. I'd... You concur, John? John Stewart? Yeah. That's right. So that's right. Everybody listening, he was not the first Green Lantern human. We should say that. But he was a Green Lantern. Superman is a faster runner than the Flash. True or false? I don't know if this has actually ever been answered correctly. I feel with the the whole speed force component, they've really made him faster and a uh, uh, almost godlike in that regard mm-hmm. and his perception of time has changed but I'm going to default to you guys because I I'm, I am going to say The Flash just because I think it like over time like yeah there were stories where they were neck and neck or Superman might have beat him but mm-hmm. I think just to give him sort of like the edge so then it's just like oh Superman's better than everybody like yeah yeah they they made the speed force this this tangible thing so yeah I Think yeah. it's the Flash. Yes. Yeah. Woohoo. I mean, so <laughs> teamwork. <laughs> you're right. It's it's one of those like, but that's the overall like correct. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Hmm. Wow. Whoever wrote this quiz online, it's called FunTrivia.com. Is the like, answer Martha? No, that's not on here, but that would be good. But what color is a Green Lantern's weakness? Ready for multiple choice? I mean, it was originally established as yellow, but... Yellow, orange, or blue? I'm going to say yellow. Established as yellow. It was originally yellow, yeah. Okay, there you go. Also wood. Mm -hmm. So a pencil could take down any Green Lantern. You Mm -hmm. betcha. No matter will can do it. Um... Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, wow, they go deep on this cool quiz there, uh, funtrivia.com. But this is fun for you guys, I hope. <laughs> wow, what cult? Oh, okay, I already just asked that. Which Robin <laughs> did the Joker kill? Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, 
Alfred Pennyworth. I mean, according to current continuity, none of them technically, but uh, he did immobilize Jason Todd for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he kill. We all we all voted on Dick it. fingers. Jesus, yeah. Jason I, Todd. Why am I like this? It's okay. <laughs> You're among friends. It's okay. It's safe here. Okay, here's a fun one for other people listening to. Just to like, yeah, go research it too because. You know, you never know. There's got to think comics have. You know, they're all. What do they say? It's, you know, there's two, multiple timelines. So. But this one is going to be a fun one to look up, anyways, because it might lead you into the comic series of that. So then, DC Marvel crossover, where DC's characters fight against Marvel. Who is Batman matched up against? Wolverine, the Hulk, Spider Man, or Captain America? Feel it's Captain America. You feel it? I'm gonna say Captain America. Okay. What about you, Eamon? Uh, it's Wolverine. Mm-hmm. It was. Give it a Google, because it is the most '90s thing you can think of. <laughs> yeah. He's got a uh, bat-shaped Wolverine claws. Oh yeah. Yeah. Correct. Have you ever watched the Bat in the Sun? Uh, Series mm-hmm. Batman, yeah, okay. of course you have. They they do <laughs> fun stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Like recommend for people listening. Like what? Okay, if there's if you're gonna, because that quiz just I looked at some of the the questions and answers and it only gets way harder from there. That it's just not worth it. Mm. Um, but if you were to recommend like. I, and I think we bring this up every time. It's like, how do you get into these com- and Like, if you don't, let's say you watch the movies, but you're like, I want to know more about these characters. Like, you know, where's a good place to start with with the Avengers? Well, I would say just go to a physical comic book store mm-hmm. and just ask the person. Like, right there, you go. I liked this movie, and what's where can I go with this, or what, yeah. what's the backlog? What? What do you recommend? You know, mm-hmm. and and actually give them your money. Like I hate to say it, don't just like oh okay this c- civil war okay and then type it in and because you can find people who have scanned every page and right. the digital downloads, but like they just did you a service. Yeah, give them some money. Give them money. Not, yeah, not, and also give those artists that sat there and penned and inked and shaded and colored because holding that physical comic too is something else and. You know, we I, every time you're on AIM and we bring this up for people listening, of like, if you're not into comic books, it's like, that's fine, but try, just go into a comic book store if you've never been in and just look at the artwork. And like, sometimes that's all it takes. I There's definitely been comic books that I've bought based on the art, mm-hmm. not even the story. Like, and I glaze through it. It's just like, it's still just amazing art. And it's like, you know, and then eventually I'll get to the story, and it's like, oh, it's actually pretty good, or sometimes not I mean, great. Todd McFarlane's drawings of uh, Spider-Man, fucking amazing. Yep. And like, yes, he can be problematic after, far after the fact, but if you just look at, was that ninety two? Yeah, I mean, uh, early on he had he had a long stretch of time, but gorgeous, just beautiful artwork that is worth looking into, and it's it's. Yeah. It makes you happy of the medium. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, exactly. That's, and I, you know, again, we'll try and end on a really positive high note of just sharing, like, 
some things that are inspirational or different you know getting out of your comfort zone too artistically is always something that comes up that we talk about is you know i i like painting with acrylic paint but drawing has become something where i'm just like i'm not i don't i you know i use a lot of um shit what's the word um pens pens and uh um stencils like stencils for shapes certain shapes and shit but that alone like when you start stenciling so many different shapes over and over like you can almost get to a point i'm not there yet but like certain points where you just you can freehand it and just feel that like it's that muscle memory of just like i know what that angle Mm -hmm. feels like and i can do that again without the stencil now um and for me going from painting with a brush where it's just like blending colors and like goofiness to like trying to draw or paint something that looks it's an impression I'm like oh that's a tree right yeah to definitive shapes it's like that that was a cool transition to go changing that medium and using tools that are out there just like yeah there's a stencil here now I watched Eamon freehand this fucking Joker drawing on Saturday, and I was like, "That is awesome!" Don't you him? Don't you just it's so good. good I it posted is. it on the Better Blend podcast uh, on Instagram, so people listening, if you haven't seen it yet, look at it, and also follow Eamon on his Instagram for updates because he's always posting. And also, just a, another boost to butter your bread is just like your your willingness and your effort and your will to just keep drawing like that hashtag you have the hashtag keep drawing it's like that's that's important too in these times of like i feel like shit and you did keep drawing yesterday even if you didn't finish something you started but it's just like working through like that pain and keep keep pursuing your your passion and i think that would be fair to say like that's the underlying goal there is like yours is specific because you are a visual artist you draw and you're really good at it and you can't stop like you if you stop then you know it's like it's that's death so yeah i mean you know it is just like i got nothing else i mean i went to school for this because it was like i'm i'm gonna do it yeah and so if i stop now i'm like that was wasted. I'm in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, yeah. And again, to be you know fair to every every artist and creator out there, it's like we all, you know, <laughs> fucking Oliver in the background. No, that's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amen's so thirsty. Sorry. But it's it's that whole thing that comes down to again, where it's just like know when you need to take breaks. That's always important, you know. But getting in groups, you know, like we we started off talking about meeting up and having those drawing groups and or at creating groups, you know, in public, make it a commitment, make it a discipline. That's a great start. If you haven't done it already, like get into it and enjoy that and embrace that and make it a thing because that's that's the important too is like hanging on to like it's funny Louis you said you're a nihilist on some app. and I'm like I, I can agree with a lot of what you mean because I'm an existential thing I think wait I overthink everything 
And so I'm like, well, what's the point? We're all, you know, we're on a rock, uh, blah. But it's like in the moment and in our small worlds, you know, the big picture is hard for us all to make a change with how many people. It's like, well, start with who's around you, you know, and start if they're in pain, how do you, how do you help them heal? Or, you know, is it through your art or just conversation or just listening? And if you have the ability to share some art with them, whether it's visual, audio, you know, whatever it may be, that that's super important, I think. And having that, like, and then that slowly branches out because people that don't know you might notice that, like, oh, that's a cool community to be, you know, like, look at, they're, like, drawing in public together, like, they're having fun. Like, that, like, I, I love, and I'm not going to call it optimism because, that's just that that's a i think that's maybe, a maybe cheerful nihilism sure i think <laughs> let's just call it hope hopefulness like because optimism man i'm gonna misquote it but if something like i heard the op, like optimism is this and i'm i can't finish the quote but is it, it, it broke it down to like that's a choice that's kind of reasonable but not realistic maybe whereas hopefulness is just like having that keeping that like spirit of love like well i hope that works and it's like that's more a little to me that's more healthy whatever you want to put your label on it but the important thing is like finding your group and finding that inspiration to like be part of that and do something positive especially creatively and like branch out from there and be willing to be wrong and also get together and talk with your friends about dumb shit that doesn't matter, like Batman Forever versus The Dark Knight Rises. In the big scheme, it doesn't matter, but it matters to us because we care about that shit, and that's right. cool. I love that shit. And, I and love from that what we... I understand, hope is what rebellions are built on. So. <laughs> yep. My God. Star Wars reference. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Star Wars? What but, is this? But thank you. Like You guys played along with me today and I appreciate it like that's you know and I always not always but I try to end the bender blend with like the yes we did we went heavy today and it was therapy it was a lot of therapy um hopefully people listening to it's like I want people I want people to think about what I'm thinking about not in a way of like let me think what I think but like we're all thinking this probably let me hear from you. If if not, okay, that's your own business. But like, this is what something to listen in on of just like a small sample of some creative people that think this way, that we all feel this way. And, it, you know, it's, you know, having the ability to share it and, you know, you guys can go out and we can go think about. It. And it's like, hey, if nothing comes from what, you know, we were feeling about this tragedy or whatever, then that's our and and for me i'm like personally i'm like i think i'm just more an observer right now and that's okay i don't think i have a piece of art in my head that can like uh, you know it's like well that's that's a whole build-up of a lot of things you know that's years if it's going to be anything it's going to be years of this shit happening over and over and personal tragedy mixed in with it but for now it's like i just want to observe what other artistic and creative people are doing to express and then also just share and be part of it like keep this community going like this small little community we've got like grow it out 
Um, if you're here local and slow and you want to come draw with us or do anything with us creatively at coffee shops, come do it. Like Saturdays, probably around one o'clock, you know, at Ascendo Coffee. It's like, come meet us. And I think we're trying to get over to our buddy Henry's new spot. He's working. Um, the lighting's not as good. The lighting's not as good. <laughs> like I, 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 it's, <laughs> the coffee is amazing. Right. But... The, the lighting's probably better at Ascendo, Ascendo, Ascendo. I, I want to say, I could be a mispronouncing it. I, my dumb brain says Ascendo, like mm. like a Harry Potter like flick of the wand. Ascendo! And we all float. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong, but, you know, like, I, and I just realized too, guys, and I'm sorry, I've been rambling, but hopefully you guys can... Do you understand where I'm coming from? Like in, in this solidarity thing, um, it's the struggle of like finding empathy and solidarity in this weird time. And it's, guess what? It's not over. It's gonna be weird for a long time, but us creative people, and everybody's creative if they just tap into it, just find it. But like sharing it with your friends that are creative, it's like, that's some, that's some like hold on to those important things of like, Talk about some dumb shit. Talk about Batman movies and remakes and comic books and whatever your passion may be to like feed that like keep that door open in your brain of just imagination and just creativity. It's like that's that's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately that's needs to be important to people of just like an openness and just like that just, sucked and be just honest. Just the ripple effect of being a good human. There you go. It's like one of that. those things that you can never quantify. You know, you, you can. I, I really don't much care for the whole influencer culture um, and how this, their very faux enlightenment has, has reached out through social media. It's like if you mm. can just go out and be a good person, not for anything other than, oh, I picked up a piece of trash because, and, and put it in, the, in a wastebasket. Because the world needed that, and then I don't need any praise. I don't need to take a film of me giving a dollar to a homeless person. I just just did it because that's what was required. You know, clean up your corner, and if enough people do that, I think we get a much better society. Absolutely, man. Well said. And, Eamon, something that I brought up with Audrey the other day, I was like, like, I told her, I was like, I think Eamon's kind of a he's his own little superhero character just because it I know he's the glasses it's the glasses but it's also like just your and Louie could be we could all lump each other but like find like label your people and friends as like find little things to like those people like they're doing something that's good and like that's an surround yourself with people like that like you're you're super nice I never hear anything too negative unless, and not even then. It's like your negative review of a movie is just like, it makes sense to me. Like, that's not, so I appreciate that. And it's like, for my own personal and people listening, it's just like, seek out something that is better for you too. Like, that's that's also another, I'm just going to preach this whole fucking episode. I just realized, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So what it, what it comes down to is just, you know. <laughs> life is too short so right. you know if if there's something you enjoy embrace it you know if, if there if mm. there's an activity you like to do uh 
don't feel bad about doing like feel free to show this song that you made or or the sport that you're interested in um because more than likely like even if your uh, immediate group of friends doesn't exactly get it there is a world out there who absolutely is all about it and Mm -hmm. will 100 percent support you in it so um just yeah find that positivity be that positivity for other people um just be good to each other yeah also living with the quiet resolve that you'll never be as good of a person as Eamon and once you accept that <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of a, a better life to lead but um, yeah, don't don't try like just, just well definitely definitely try I mean like because <laughs> there they're definitely is better people than me um, I try to emulate my friend Max because he's just a physically giant human being and just all around good person so yeah you know there's always somebody out there who looks up to somebody so I like that I mean find your max exactly find your that's a hashtag find your max that's a shirt or a a sticker I think we just yeah yeah I mean how do you guys feel about ending I think we we've almost done two hours Um, we went dark we went heavy then we went light again then back to the dark and back to the inspiration and I think people listening are either tired of me just rambling but either way it's I'm hoping that somebody, ne- if they, if you've never thought of these things, I doubt that, highly doubt that, but it's like, well, pay more attention to, mm-hmm. and pay more attention to the good things, and like, how do we get better, you know? That's my, I guess that's my, there's, there we go, there's my reaction to everything that's happened in the last 24, 48 hours, is just like, let's get better somehow. Can we? That's my existential need and hope is that we can all get better. I hope it happens. It might not. It's going to take time in it. Let's be realistic. But start small in our little universe. Like, let's all go draw at a coffee shop and create some cool art. And then let's see that ripple go out. There's uh, that quote by Neil Gaiman. To paraphrase it, it's like, if, um, you know, an accident happens... Mm. make good art if you're if you're you know you break your leg make good art if if you get arrested by the irs for tax evasion (laughs) make good art like snake uh snake bites bites your arm off make good art like just whatever happens um i like try to take it in stride and just just use it so yeah fucking a man fucking a all right. Well, thank you guys for being here, and thanks for thank putting you. up with my for my ranting and throwing you guys under the bus with really hard questions. I actually had a great time. I yeah. Okay. As long as you guys feel okay, I and think people we listening. If you don't feel okay, things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope that's that's my hope is that we all worked through this. Do you feel better about Jared Leto now, or <laughs> I don't, but. <laughs> I do. Okay, let, just let, just feel better that he is sleeping on a pile of money that you will never oh, know the like. So much money. Here's what I. I'll put it this way. I'll phrase it this way. I don't feel better. I just don't care as much. Yeah. Okay. So that I, that's impro- that's right. progress. There we go. Hey, little baby steps. Um, cheers, guys. Thanks for being here. Cheers. Love cheers. You guys. I don't know if we have to do this. Yeah. Or something. Tink, tink, tink. Clink, clink, clink. Was, ching, ching, uh, ching. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, listeners. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>